We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. What's up? I'm a positively real listener, my positively real friend, my positively real homie, keeping it real. How are you? I hope you're amazing. And if you're not amazing, that's okay too. I'm thinking about you. If you're not, I'm sending you love. I'm just super stoked for a bunch of reasons. Number one, uh, one of my favorite topics is all about goals and goal setting, which is kind of the theme of this month. And number two is I'm getting ready and gearing up to get back in the game. And I'm so excited. I am so ready to dive back into this work in my own life and in my client's life. So I'm just really excited. Uh, We're at May and this is the perfect check-in point before the half halfway, right? June's halfway through the year. So this is kind of a good time to reevaluate and just kind of see where you're at with your goals and the vision that you set at the beginning of the year and just doing all the things. So I'm going to kick off this month with a good old fashioned goal setting episode. I was looking back into my archive because I was like, oh, maybe I have an episode that I can share with you that I've already done. And I realized that I've actually never shared much about goal setting. Like I've interviewed some people and we've talked about goals and it's, you know, kind of interwoven throughout a lot of the you know, work and the teachings that I do, but I've never just set specifically sat down and talked about goal setting and why we even goal set. So that's what this episode is all about. And I couldn't be more excited, <laughs> like nerding out on goals and, you know, more than nerding out on goals. It's really like the system behind goals that I love to nerd out on. Um, but anyway, let's just dive right in because goal setting is so much fun. And I think it's one of the most powerful practices that we can have in our life. And you know, what's so interesting is like, do we ever sit down and ask ourselves why, like, why do we set goals? Is it just because people tell us to set goals? They teach us smart goals to be specific, measurable, attainable, timely, and realistic. Um, And maybe that's the answer. Maybe just like we're told that that's a good thing to do. So we just do it. But have you actually sat down and asked yourself why? Um, I am going to walk you through the process of goal setting that I take my clients through. I go way deeper into this in the mind over matter method, but I wanted to share with you just kind of a brief overview of what uh, the goal setting process entails, because it's way more than just picking something that looks good that you think you're supposed to do. And trying to haphazardly go about it. So like I said, we go way deeper into this in the program, but I thought that this would be fun today, the beginning of the month to touch on the process because it's always important to check in with people like about their goals and like check in with yourself. Like, what do you think about goals? What are your thoughts when you think about goal setting? Do you love it? Or are you kind of like, don't like the restriction of it? Um, or have you set yourself up and you've been disappointed so many times that you're just oversetting goals? Uh, 
check in. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just important to see what your thoughts are about goal setting and spending the time trying to tap in and understand why we even goal set, right? Have you ever thought about it? Have you ever thought about why you goal set? It's okay if you haven't. I'm just curious. You know, a lot of times when we are setting goals, it's often coming from a place of lack and we are taught to want things in our life because we're lacking something, right? So if we don't feel happy, we need to strive to get something to make ourselves happy. And this is a huge problem. And I tell my clients this all the time. This is not the purpose of life. This is not the purpose of setting goals. We're not here to set a goal to be happier. And this is, if, if that is the case, then we're always going to be kind of on that hamster wheel chasing happiness. Now, if you've been following along and if you listen to a lot of the episodes in March, then you would remember, and if not, here's a refresher, all of our feelings, including happiness, come from our mind, our thoughts. So there is no happiness that we're going to find in our future that we don't already have in the here and the now. This is so important to remember because if happiness, the feeling of happiness is generated from the thoughts in our mind then achieving something or gaining a future goal at some future moment isn't going to increase our capacity for happiness. This is very, very, very important. This is something that we all do. Once I have this, then I'll be happy. Once this happens, then I'll be happy. Um, I know that there's a term for it. I'm totally drawing a blank, but it's the something fallacy. It's like the once I get there fallacy. I just totally made that up, but I know that there is a term that psychologists use to explain this and we all do it. Oh, once I get to this place, then I can rest. Once I finish my crazy work week, then I will you know, relax or I'll spend time with my significant other. We do this with a lot of things in our life. And this is what keeps us just going in circles and often puts us on that path to on autopilot. Now, going back to our goals, the point of having goals, why we set goals is not so we can achieve them and be happier than we are today. That's not the purpose of goal setting. If you want to be happy, you can choose to be happy, but let's be real. Like happiness is you can have in the here and the now, but is the emotion of happiness going to help you create something for that you want in your life? And it might, but it's not one of those emotions that truly drive action. You know, happiness, contentment kind of just allows you to be very present with where you're at, which is very important but when it comes to goal setting like what kind of emotions do you actually need to generate in order to create results in your life now when we talk about the reason of having goals this is what i believe and you can try this on you can also not try it on or you don't have to agree with me but i believe we have goals to evolve i, I believe that you know our purpose on this planet is to evolve and The reason why I believe this is because when we're evolving, we're growing into the next best version of ourselves. I mean, this 
process of goal setting is so we can ask ourselves to grow and expand and elevate in a much bigger way. And goals are the best way to do that. I mean, back in the cavemen days, I don't think they were setting goals, but like we know that cavemen, if they didn't grow and evolve, we would not be here. So obviously the purpose of a human being is to grow and evolve. I mean, think about where we currently are in our in our society. I mean, how much evolution and growth has happened on so many levels. So this is an important thing to remember because goals are the best way to grow and evolve. When you think about a goal or you think about a dream of something that you really want in your life, something that might seem unachievable, something that is beyond your current ability. Now, this process of dreaming and thinking about it in the present moment is the first part of the whole shebang because it's going to bring up all of the junk, all of the blocks, all the obstacles that are actually stopping you from believing in a deep, deep way. Now, we're not doing this to become, quote unquote, a better person. What this means is setting a goal and believing in them enough to take action and achieve them is going to bring up the obstacles. They're going to bring up the stuff that is stopping us from stepping into our amazing self, our golden self, our greatest self, believing in our potential and our, and, and possibilities. Now, when you set goals from this place, you're not trying to be better, do more, be more, you know, be great, right? You already are inherently great. You are already amazing. You are already golden and just incredible. Okay. So that's the thing you have to remember is you're not going to be any more amazing than you are right now. However, when you set a goal and you see the obstacles and you come up with a strategy and you remove them, the stuff that's blocking you from knowing from that deep knowing of how amazing you already are, that's when the magic happens. That's the biggest difference. So, so I'm going to walk you through this goal setting process and why I think goals are super important. I mean, obviously I touched on one of the reasons because when you set goals, it brings up all the junk. So it shows you what's blocking you and what you're not believing in that, and then you can come up with a strategy around it. So it shows you what's stopping you from living the life that you want to live. So that's one of the main reasons why I think goal setting is so important. And another reason why I think goal setting is so important is because it gives your brain something to focus on. It gives your brain direction. You create deliberate focus with your brain. Our brains are like unsupervised children. I love when my coach talks about <laughs> our brains like this because the lower part of our brain, our primitive brain, which is often driving the bus, um, that is operating like, you know, in survival. That's operating as children. We're just like trying to get by. So when we have a goal and we tell our brain what to focus on, you know, it actually is going to help you in the direction that you want to go because you're giving all of your attention and you're being very deliberate about where that energy flows. Now, when you're not watching your brain, you end up thinking a lot of thoughts that are can be very damaging and they don't you don't even realize how they're hurting you and causing you to go in a direction that you don't typically want to go. So when you give your brain something to focus on, it provides it with structure. 
and now your unsupervised toddler has some supervision and having that goal, having direction in your life allows you to let go of all of the other things that are not serving you in that moment. I think that you have the ability to create life on purpose when you tell your brain what to focus on. I think that that you hold that power. I truly do. Not the circumstances in your life. I think you hold that power. And this is going to happen one way or another. So you can either be unconscious about it and create results that you don't love, or you can do something about it and create on purpose. You're always creating results. You might as well start creating results with intention and being conscious of it. No, results are not just happening to you. They're happening because of you. And this isn't a blame game. This is taking responsibility for your thinking. Goals are a way of deciding what you want ahead of time instead of just haphazardly letting your toddler brain decide without any direction or intent. So this is why we're here. We got to get clear on the direction that we want to go. So getting into the goal setting process, I mean, the first step is getting into a place of abundance. Like, do you ever think about what you want for your future? Do you allow yourself to dream? Do you allow yourself to want? Do you plan what you want to create? Like, have you taken the time to actually sit down and decide, you know, sometimes people are like, yeah, 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 I have an idea, but they really don't. They kind of like have think that they have ideas. And a lot of them are based off of what other people are doing, but like truly your deepest desires, have you listened to them or do you just shove it down? You know, so many of us are putting out fires, right? We're being so reactive in our life that we don't sit down and tap into the desires of what we want to create. We don't allow ourselves to dream. And this is really important because when we do that, we're coming from a place of scarcity. And anytime, like if we are starting in a place of scarcity and we think we need to create a goal to be more of or more enough or more worthy, every time we've ever wanted something or dreamt about it, it's because we feel the lack of it. We feel we don't have it. And then when we start dreaming, the possibilities up and it can feel really good, it actually ends up causing more pain because this dream is just reminding us that we don't have it. And then that creates more negative feelings around scarcity and lack. And then because of that contrast, because of that pain, it's just so easy to stop dreaming because it's like, oh, every time I dream, I feel lack and it feels terrible. And then, oh my gosh, we all get into this cycle of focusing on what we want versus what we don't want versus what we already have. And we get so focused and fixated on the don't want, we end up attracting more of that. So the first step in goal setting, and this is one of my favorite things that I've learned, is coming from a place of abundance. Wanting the things in your life that you already have. And I know this sounds a little strange, but stick with me because this is the type of energy that you want to set goals from. Now, this is very different than just being grateful for those things. It's a different kind of energy. And when you practice wanting what you already have, you have tapped into the power of abundance. It's kind of mind bendy. It's really going to trick you. And, you know, this process is so important to the goal setting 
strategy that I'm sharing with you because it just shifts the energy. It shifts your focus. So, you know, I think about certain things in my life, like my dog. I really wanted my dog. I really wanted a husband, a supportive husband, um, my house. Like there's so many things that I once wanted that I have now, and I still really want them. There's not a day that I wake up without giving thanks for the things I already have and feeling that abundance around me. And that changes the game because when I do that, and then I start thinking about the things that I don't have yet that I want, it doesn't feel like lack. This is a game changer and it's so simple that it's easy to brush over. So this is a fun practice, especially if you're not even doing goal setting, just doing this regularly, you'll be amazed at what you attract into your life. Let me tell you. So once you have your list of wants, you want to get into that place of wants. I have a whole process in the method that helps you get narrowed down to focusing in on one goal and using your intuition and muscle text testing to choose one goal. And um, I'm not going to walk you through that right now, but you start with your list of the things that you want that you don't have and you sandwich in the things that you already have. And then you choose from that list one thing. You just choose one goal and I walk you through that process. And it's not for the whole entire year. It's what's most important right now. It's what's going to help get you to your ultimate vision in, you know, if it's your vision for the year, your vision for your life, your five-year vision, um, 10-year vision, whatever it is, you just want to break it down into smaller steps, right? So you pick a goal that's going to help you get there. It might not be the whole shebang and you don't want it to be the whole shebang. You want it to be something that is going to stretch you, but something that is more manageable. So in three to six months, once you have arrived, you can come back and do the process again. Hello, my friend. Quick check-in. How's your 2022 going so far? Mine is beautiful and challenging and oh my gosh, it's been insane. I'm in this love bubble. And when I take a moment to reflect, I can't believe that we are almost halfway through the year. Earlier 2022, I hosted virtual and in-person workshops around goal setting and visualization for the year. And it's about that time to do a check-in. I know I personally need to do that check-in because I still feel like it's the beginning of 2022. I've been in just a total love bubble, but it is time to do that mid-year review. June is that halfway point. So it's important to take the month before you get to the halfway point to take some time to reflect on your goals and recommit or redirect where you want them to go. So it is time to do a mid-year review, and I decided that we are going to do it in community. We're going to do it as a community. I am so excited to announce my first masterclass back from maternity leave, re-envision quest, and goal reflection. In this masterclass, I'm going to walk you through a reflection process. I'm going to help you identify any obstacles or roadblocks that have come up and help build a strategy to overcome these hurdles so you can re-envision your goals and create a plan of action to finish 2022 strong. So this is a free virtual masterclass and it is my gift to you so we can celebrate coming back together. 
I'm so excited to get back into this work and take everything that I've learned thus far on this journey and continue to teach and serve in a big, big way. So this is going down on Wednesday, May 11th at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Now, if you can't make the live event, don't you worry. If you sign up, you will absolutely get the replay and all of the resources that are coming along with this masterclass. So this is my gift to you to celebrate us coming back together, like I said. So go ahead. If you want to join in on the party, click the link in the show notes and book your spot. And I can't wait to see you there. So you pick your goal and then you get super duper specific. Now you want to get specific because you want to tell your brain, right? You're giving your brain direction. You're giving it something to follow. Like you don't want it to leave it ambiguous and up for chance. Like your brain has to know what the goal is and what it looks like when it's done. So you want to get really specific. The more specific, the better. Timeframes, dates, amounts. This is going to help you because your brain is going to try to block you. It's going to knock you down And it's going to say, well, how are you going to do that? How is this going to happen? You've never done this before. And then you're going to be like, I don't know, you're right. And then you're just going to give up. So you can expect that to happen, but you want to bring it up. So you want to bring up all the stuff that can possibly stop you from moving forward. Because when you do that, you give yourself the authority to change whatever it is and to come up with the strategies around it. Allow yourself to stretch here. Think a little bit bigger than you already believe. It's it's okay to push the envelope. Now, of course, you don't believe it yet because you don't have it in your life. That's okay. That's some deeper work that we do. But first, set the goal. Be specific. Let yourself know, like, what is the outcome? How are you going to know that you've reached it? Like, the more specific you can get, the better. So once you get specific and you are clear on what that outcome is, the next step is understanding why. Why do you want this goal? And not just stopping on the first level. I'm talking getting deep to your core. Why? Why is this goal important to you? And a lot of times we start with the surface level and the reason why goals fall off is because our why is not strong enough because the why needs to be strong enough when you're given an opportunity to go against the goal that you have, when when it's easier to not do the goal, when it's easier, when the excuses come up, when you talk yourself out of it. So write it down and share your why. Why? Why is this goal important? You want to ask yourself why at least five times, but if you don't feel it in your heart, you need to keep going until you feel it in your heart. If you don't feel it in your heart, you might need to come up with a new goal and that's totally fine. So now you have the goal, you understand your why, you feel it in your heart, you feel it in your bones. The next step is so important. And I know you've heard this before. Everyone talks about it. You got to write the goal down. (laughs) You have to write the goal down. I'm sure there's research behind this. I know Marie Forleo talks about like 80% of people who write down their goal are more likely to follow through with it. But here's the deal. What I have found when I write down my goal is my brain goes crazy. (laughs) Like, you know, when something exists outside of your imagination, it starts to get real. It starts to get real and it's powerful. So not only do you write it down so you can see it outside of your brain, 
But then you see it outside your brain and you revisit it every single day. And that's the key is seeing the goal. I have these um, note cards that have my goals. I have a big goal um, that is my 10-year goal. I'm already three years into it. And I look at it every day and it just reminds me. And honestly, it puts a little smile on my face because I believe that it's going to happen. Do I know how I'm going to get there? Nope. Do I care about the how? Absolutely not because I've I've done this process time and time again and it works every single time. So writing it down is powerful because it exists outside of your brain. And also, as soon as you do this, as soon as you allow yourself to want from a place of abundance and you tap into this goal and you make it specific and you get clear on what it is and you're seeing it on a piece of paper, you know what happens is doubt, fear, shame, worry, stress, overwhelm, all will come up. And let me tell you, my friend, when that happens, nothing has gone wrong. Nothing has gone wrong. This is a part of the process. And it's a very important part of the process because if you set a goal and you don't feel all squirmy in your pants and you don't feel uncomfortable, that means you're not stretching yourself and you don't want to waste your time on goals that are not going to help you grow as a, as a human. So when you feel an uncomfortable emotion, that just means you're doing it right. If you're not feeling an uncomfortable emotion, that means you're not pushing yourself beyond your current comfort zone. Now, your brain likes to stay in its comfort zone. That's what it's designed to do. It's designed to be efficient. It's designed to learn and to adapt. And the thing is, your brain will look for what you tell it to look for. So as soon as you start introducing new things and stretching it, asking it to go outside the comfort zone, all of a sudden, you're going to get a wave of emotions. They're going to come up and you're going to have thoughts that you don't normally have. And these thoughts are not going to be supportive to the goal. That's the point of having it. I know this sounds so strange, but that is the key. You know, this is why most goals don't, you know, most of us don't follow through with our goals because we don't do this part of the process. We want to understand our brain and learn what's stopping us and the thoughts that we have. This skill in and of itself will allow you to continue and set big goals. As you set goals, you're going to start to notice negative emotions, and then you're going to pay attention to the thinking that caused the negative emotions. And it's going to show you what has stopped you in the past. So when this happens, it's totally okay to take a step back and just spend time in that space explore what the emotions are, explore what's going on in your mind that's creating the emotions. This is a very powerful step. And, you know, when we get into this and you start learning the mindset work, we often are like, well, I just won't have those thoughts. I'm like, let me tell you, those thoughts are just going to happen. And you're going to have thoughts that say like, I don't know, I'm confused. Maybe this isn't for me. This is a bad idea. And these thoughts are the exact dream killers. This stops us. And they're always going to come up. I don't think I've ever set a goal where I haven't had these types of thoughts that generate all sorts of emotions, especially doubt and fear. It's all a part of the process. And it doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. It doesn't mean you have to change anything. In fact, you want to look at them and you want to write them down and you want to address them. So it's really an invitation to address whatever it is that's blocking you, whatever it is that's going on in your 
mind. So that is a very important part of the process. So when you write down your goal, do a brain dump. What are all the thoughts? What are the doubtful thoughts? What are the thoughts that are bringing up all sorts of emotion? They're all going to be there and you just got to write it down. This process is going to help you so much. It is so powerful. You know, something that I love to do is go to the future where the goal is already done. And when I imagine the goal being completed, I ask myself, what kind of thoughts did I have to get myself there? And I start leaning into those thoughts instead of the thoughts that are creating fear and doubt and the things that are actually blocking me. And what's really cool about this is our future self holds so much wisdom because our future self lives in our present mind, right? We're imagining this future. So if we go to that place, our future self is going to bless us with all these positive thoughts that helped you get to where you want to go. I don't want to say positive. I want to say productive. I want to say like useful thoughts because you'll be amazed at how knowledgeable your future self is. They, they, they got you. They have you in their best interest. Now, whenever you say, I don't know, you do know. You don't have to know the specifics. You don't have to know, you know, all of the steps. You just have to tap into that inner wisdom that you can figure it out. Because let me tell you, my friend, you absolutely can. You are a very smart, brilliant human being, and I know that you can figure it out. You just have to allow yourself the space to tap into that inner knowledge. You know, when we say, I don't know, it blocks us. And When you're in the space of being curious and excited to figure it out, that's when you can tap into that inner wisdom and surprise yourself with how you figure it out. You know, even if you don't 100% know, there is a way to break things down into smaller steps to figure it out. And that's what it's all about, right? It's like you have a goal to run a marathon. You're not just going to go out there and go balls to the walls and run 26 miles the first time. No, you're going to break it down into smaller chunks of running time. That's really how it works with any goal. So you have the goal, you know, the negative thoughts, you have the emotion, right? Like this is all a part of the process, allowing yourself to accept the feeling, the negative emotions and anything that's holding you back. Know that you are creating a new direction and experience for your life by just being present with the emotions. That is going to be such a game changer for you, my friend. This is going to help shift you, and this is going to help you not run away from your fears, but to open your arms and embrace them. So once you have the goal, you address your thoughts. I mentioned briefly breaking it down into smaller steps. This is key. When you can break your goal down into smaller steps, it will allow you to look at them day by day, week by week, instead of this big monster of a, of a project, of an idea, of whatever it is that is coming up. So when you can break it down into smaller chunks, it allows your brain to be like, okay, I can do this. And you know, the first thing that popped into my mind when I think about smaller steps is whenever I'm hiking the Grand Canyon, um, if you've ever hiked the Grand Canyon, you know that there are some false tops, right? And nothing is more deflating than a false top when you're carrying a backpack and you're just exhausted. So what I do is I look at like the next place that I need to get to and I just focus on that. And I get to that place and I'm like, all right, perfect. 
feeling good. Now I'm going to get to this next place. This, and I always have like little totems along the way. And I, I like to gamify things because the game, gamifying it like helps my brain, um, take the, you know, intensity or the pressure off. And it also helps me remove obstacles because it makes me more creative and strategic of finding ways around the obstacles. So when you break things down into smaller steps, it really makes this big goal so much more manageable. And so when you go day by day or month by month, day by day or week by week, day by day, you can create a very simple action plan that is so much easier to pursue than trying to like just take these huge massive steps at once. So when you have your plan in place, right? So you set the goal and then you start brainstorming all of the ideas of, you know, the steps that you would need to take. The smaller you can break it down, the better. So the next step is just brainstorming all the things that you think you would need to do, all the things you think you need to do. And there's no right or wrong way to do this. You just want to get it all out of your head. And so when you say, I don't know, ask yourself, well, what if I did know? Or who do I need to ask? Or what's the next best step? Or I'm excited to figure this out and this is how I'm going to try. You know, when you do that, again, it opens up your space to be creative and strategic instead of just blocking you. So you want to write down what the steps are and you don't have to know, like it doesn't have to be clear. You just want to get into a space of brainstorming so you can lay it all out and create your action plan step by step. So this is that, you know, it's the... Last piece of the goal setting process ish, you know, this is a lot to chew on right now. So I think that just if you take these steps right now to check in with your goal and to see where you're at and the thoughts that you have about your goal and look at your action plan and the action steps that you have and what type of action you've been taking, I think that resetting your goals or refreshing them or making new ones halfway point, you'll be in a phenomenal place, but this is a lot to chew on. So I'm not going to overwhelm you with, you know, the next steps of creating the plan, because really the next steps of creating the plan is scheduling it and following through with your commitment, which I've talked about earlier this year, but really just checking in with these specific steps right now are going to make a huge difference. I like picking a goal from a place of abundance, writing it down, writing down all the negative thoughts and emotions that have come up, coming up with the obstacles, the things that are standing in the way and the strategy around it, you know, breaking down a big goal into small, manageable, digestible steps. I mean, this in itself is so powerful. And I think if you take the time to do this, you will be amazed at what you can create the second half of the year. So like I said, if you want to go dive deeper into this, I got you. We die, we do this in the mind over matter method. Um, there's a lot more to it than just, you know, talking through. There's a lot of action and there's a lot of mindset work because we actually set goals that truly mean something to us, not just look good or we think we're supposed to do. So if you want to go deeper into this, you know the mind over matter method. There are two more weeks to enroll the June program starts very, very, very soon. And I would just love the opportunity to work with you and connect with you and to learn what your goals are. I just love hearing what my clients goals and desires are. And I always joke, I tell them, I'm like, be careful when you tell me what your dream is, because I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to hold you accountable. You know, once it 
exist outside of your brain. I'm going to help you at least explore if this is the avenue that you want to go down. And it's so much fun because since I've started coaching, I've seen women just follow their goals and their dreams and their passion. And like, it is such a gift because they are so lit up by it and everyone around them benefits. And it's such an amazing thing to witness. And I'm just so grateful to have that opportunity to do that with my clients and and get to share this work with them so they can share their work with the world. <sighs> so good. Oh my gosh. All right, my friend. So let me know how this process goes. Ask me any questions that might come up. I hope that you're having a wonderful week and um, a fantastic month ahead of us. We got May. So fun. Um, remember to love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. 